No one is going to live up to your expectations. Just accept that fact and you'll be okay. <laughs> hello, hello, this is Laura Pareka. Stress less. You don't have to stress. You can handle disruption. Like I said a minute ago, nobody can really ever always live up to your expectations. But don't stress. There is a solution. I was knocking at the door frantically because I thought to myself, hey, I already took an Uber here when you said you were going to pick me up and now you're not answering the door. Come on. Is anybody home? Yeah, that was me just a few days ago. (laughs) Ticked off because I felt unloved and unimportant and very small indeed. I felt like a very small little minion. How could somebody treat me that way? I was not a happy camper. But I decided while I was standing there and had nothing else to do that I would try a few of my little soothing techniques, a soothing system that I had come up with. I ain't gonna lie, I felt very, hmm, what's the word, off right then. I felt off. You see, in my ideal scene, the person on the inside of that door in that apartment was doing great. She was responsible and reliable and capable. She develops a positive mental attitude and works with what she's got. But that wasn't the reality I was facing physically at the time. At least, it's not how it looked. So here's what I decided to do. I chose presence. I decided to be very present. I looked around. I thought, oh, this is a nice bright hallway. Jeez, nobody's going to get beat up here. (laughs) This is so bright and cheery. And actually, I came through the front door, so... I'm in a safe spot. Hmm, let's look around. And I decided to shift my attention from what I wasn't getting that I wanted to here and now, being present. You see, it's all about accepting the isness of your circumstance, accepting what it is. I remember once talking to a counselor about a problem I had been having, and he said, put his hands on my shoulder, and he said, Laura, it is what it is. Boy, if you can only internalize that, when you come to realize that what is exactly going on at that exact moment is what it is, it takes a load off. It really does. Because oftentimes we're in our minds and I, at that moment, was in my mind. I was thinking about the injustices. I had pushed some of my buttons about earlier in my life when people didn't treat me fairly and made me feel small and acted like I wasn't important. It's never really about what you think it's about. There's always something deeper. Um, My older daughter has said to me several times, Mom, if it's hysterical, it's historical. And that is so true. If you get overly upset about something, or even what you think is not overly upset, but let's face it, any kind of rough reaction is over. (laughs) It's overly upset. You don't need to ever get out of your Zen moment. So if it is, then it must be historical. There must be some buttons getting pushed. So let me give you some tips on what you can do if this happens to you, or should I say when it happens? (laughs) I don't know anybody on the planet who hasn't had, uh, many times in their life where they got frustrated and wished they could handle the stress better. 
handle disruption, whatever's happening to us. We want to handle it. Later on that night, I was still feeling very off, or maybe it was the next day. I don't know, but I was feeling off. And so I decided I was going to, again, do even more to get myself feeling like I was in a good place. So the first thing I did was write down the true positive vision of that person whom uh, took a long time to answer the door. She finally did, uh, about eight or ten minutes later, and I almost was wondering, what should I do next? But she finally did answer the door. And so I had to project into the future and into the present the real person, the real positive, wonderful person that is human and makes mistakes. So that's the first thing I did. The second thing I did was I decided I'm going to really choose presence because you see, this was later on and I was still fretting about it, or should I say fretting about it again. So I took my pen and paper out and I started to journal and I wrote, I accept the isness of today. I access stillness and I pay attention to what I can do for myself to feel good. Think about those three. Accepting the isness of today reminds me of what that counselor said when he put his hands on my shoulders and he said, Laura, it is what it is. Accessing stillness is about calming your, quieting your mind and stopping having it race on to the future or the past or what you think might be the cause or what you think you can do about it next time. Forgetting about all that and accessing stillness is a technique of the greats. The greats have used this technique uh, from time immemorial. Access stillness. And then third, pay attention to what you can do for yourself that makes you feel good. So for me, when I'm home, I often do practices to regulate my central nervous system. And sometimes I use my imagination and my willpower to attain my definite chief aim which is kind of my overarching goal, like the goal of all the goals, right? The big thing that I want in life. So oftentimes when I get using my imagination and my willpower, I have a very um, focused time with my definite chief aim. Another thing I like to do is attract and let in my high vibe friends, circumstances, and challenges. See, challenges can be good. A challenge is not so much a problem as it is um, something you can solve that might be dressed up as a problem. So attracting and letting in high vibe friends and circumstances and challenges is one of the things I love to do. When I get myself in a high enough mood, I attract good things and maybe you do too. So I wrote in my journal, I welcome happy times good friends, and fun challenges. Can you see how I'm starting to improve my mood already just by focusing on these positive things? And then I did something that I had only done two or three times before in my life. I started to take inventory of who my friends were, people that I love to spend time with. I wrote Silva, Anya, Danny, Elizabeth, Mike. I started writing all these names of friends of mine that make me feel happy and loved and not small <laughs> and um, important. And I, the list went on. Cindy, Sarika, Ed, Janie, Anne-Marie, Tina. I just had a great time and realizing as I wrote, geez, I got a lot of good friends. 
Then, when I ran out of good friends to write, I decided to write some groups that I'm in, groups of people that maybe I don't see them one-on-one, but I see them all together, and they are friends of mine, and they do make me feel great. I wrote down a meditation group I go to, a place that I volunteer where everyone knows me, the gym where I take classes, my hiking group, another walking meetup I had joined, another uh, women's vegan get-together group where we eat out once in a while together, and I started to really feel good about myself. Then I thought, let's take it to the next level. Who are my virtual friends? Who are my friends that don't live near me? But I hop on the phone with them for a chat or maybe send them a little WhatsApp message or a little voice message or I send them a quick little audio and they maybe text me back or whatever. I thought, who are my friends that they don't live nearby, but they are still good friends. And then I started writing all those names. And boy, don't you know, by the time I got to the bottom of that, and then, by the way, there was one more thing. Can you guess what it is? Yes, the virtual groups. I have several virtual groups where they don't live where I do, so I don't see them personally, but we get together on Zoom or webinars or um, group chats. And so I wrote all those down. And this, by the time I got done with all this, I felt happy indeed. Now, many a people have spent many a time, me included, fretting about what isn't my ideal scene and what isn't working out the way I want it to work out. But all that does really is stress you out because no one is perfect and the world is not a perfect place and things are gonna happen. Bad stuff is gonna happen or even stuff that we think is bad, but when we think about it later, we realize it really wasn't that big of a deal. So in order to stress less, I use this soothing system and I hope you might try it too. Let's do a little recap. First, deciding to look around where you are and take inventory of like, how bad is it, (laughs) right? Be present. And then next, think about the, the thing that's upsetting you and try to shift the story, create a new story around it, like I did about my friend and saying how she's responsible and reliable and capable. And she develops her positive mental attitude and she works with what she's got. And I created in my mind a different view of what had transpired and what was happening. And then deciding to accept the isness of today, access your stillness, and then pay attention to what you can do for yourself. So for me, I was reminding myself of all the things that I do to self-soothe. And then I decided to take inventory of my friendships and my groups and even those in the virtual world. What works for you? Have you ever tried any of these techniques I mentioned? Have you ever self-soothed? I hope you have because it's very positive and very easy to do. You can do it with nothing. You don't need money. You don't need any special place to be. You can do it anywhere that you are. Now, some people will hear these tips and not try them because maybe they like stress or maybe they're addicted to it or maybe they're too lazy to try something new. But that's not you. You're obviously a lifelong learner. You're here with me now. Um, but you know the people I'm talking about right now, right? You've Someone came to mind when I said that. You're thinking about someone who, yeah, they'll never change. 
Yeah, they just want to complain. Matter of fact, they probably let bad things happen to them and welcome them because they want to complain. So that's not you and that's not me. However, we do always you know, fall into that once in a while because we're not perfect either. But if you try these tips, you will avoid being that kind of person and you will be more likely to de-stress. Stress less. You can do it because I've done it. And you know what? Things don't bother me as much anymore. And they won't bother you as much either. Bye-bye for now.